0: to earn advertised
1: APY. Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a DD and d live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss.
2: All right, everyone. So the last time we got together, the party traveled to Mantle Dareth, and you uh, followed your uh, fearless leader, Harry Styles, into the depths of the Underdark, actually going back up to the surface and going through some secret cave systems from the Zhentarim. And it is... uh, you are headed into the trade hub of Mantle Dareth in order to find a contact of the Zentarum name named uh, Gazrim Dulok. And Gazrim is supposed to give you a map to Graven Hollow where you will get more interesting information and secrets about what's happening uh, with all of the uh, monsters and madness down in the Underdark. Uh, so the party entered Mantle Dareth. You found that there was chaos Happening all around you. Uh, in particular, the Durgar were after the Deep Gnomes or the Spurf Neblin. Um, they were attacking them, and you headed into the Durgar Enclave. Uh, there, you spoke to uh, some of the. Uh, a Durgar merchant uh, who. give me a sec, I can't remember his name. Uh, Goldor Flagenfist. And uh, Gul'dor was interrogating Jantha, who was a, a, a deep gnome mage who uh, they believe to have stolen a precious gem from Gul'dor. Uh, and so you found through your discussions that Jantha uh, has a apprentice named... Uh, Fleck, I believe, let me say Flink, named Flink, uh, who may have information on this gem. And so uh, the uh, Durgar said that in exchange for getting this gem back, they will call off the attack against the Swerf Neblin. Uh, So this is all happening in the middle of the uh, quest to find your Swerf, uh, your, not Swerf Neblin, your uh, Zentarum contact, As well as, you also met a couple interesting people along the way. When you first uh, headed into Mantle Dareth, you ran into someone interesting, Slatus Vadir, who joined your party. And then you also ran into Peoples, who is searching for beholders in the Underdark. And they've searched a couple enclaves, uh, but haven't been able to find any yet. So I think that covers everything that happened previously.
0: So Peebles isn't is with us, but Peebles isn't with us here. she did we leave her out in the kind of the common area
2: Peebles is still following you around because she's hunting for beholders um, so yeah, so she's hoping through your your ability to get into the other enclaves maybe she'll find one. All right. anything else um
3: before did get somebody started. get a a minion or something that was following them?
2: Yes. Uh, that's right. I've
3: um, got a bat and a robot. Yes. No, there was I'm a
2: automaton type creature, I believe.
3: Yeah, somebody convinced somebody to like follow them as an apprentice or something. All right, I'm almost there. One sec. Oh
0: hey. Uh hey.
2: Welcome, welcome. Um, I know I wrote this down.
0: Check it out, everyone! It's that boy.
2: Let's see. Where's my? Oh, here we go. I had to scroll up. There we go. Um a shield guardian that's what it is. Go for one at chess and beat uh the Harpers contact.
3: I uh, thought I remembered something.
4: We've got we've got a whole entourage of the shield guardian. Yes.
2: You've got uh yeah, a posse of uh, Lord's Alliance guards and spies also supporting you. And um the Zentaram is uh full of trained fighting forces, so um harry and um perhaps a a few others are escorting you as well
3: so i assume the shield guardian is standing off to the side protecting all of those other randos that are following (laughs) us while we do the fun stuff
4: i just figured they were walking in synchrony and doing like a
3: the can-can Were the men in tights tight tight. (laughs) tights?
4: just a very ominous like uh you know finger snapping (laughs)
5: So,
2: hey, Tintin, you said you were on your way. Are you settled or you need a sec?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to do a bio break real quick.
2: Yeah, no problem. Take your time.
1: Okay.
2: All right, so we are in the Durgar warehouse.
3: Well, they gave us a place to crash for the night.
2: Yes, that's right. And I included a reminder for myself in the notes. Um, if you hadn't already, you can do a long rest uh just go into your character sheet under your hit dice click on l rest to do a long rest that should restore everything
3: need to get those charges for my staff back
5: yeah
4: oh yeah it's a new don so you get to roll for that
3: uh oh god what is it it's not built into this i have to go into It should be on uh
4: yeah the item description
0: Where's the long rest? Uh... It's
2: next to your hit points to the right of that under hit dice. You'll see L
5: rest.
3: Oh, nice. Okay. I get all my charges back. Nice. I didn't use too many, but you know, want to make sure I get them back.
5: Yeah.
2: get what you can. All right. And then I also need everyone to roll a perception check for me.
0: Nice. Oh, that is a fun bug. <laughs> I, nice. Start off with a rolling of one for the evening.
3: <laughs> Every time I double click on the uh, character sheet banner to minimize it, it adds another copy of my name onto the title bar.
4: Yeah, I found that last <laughs> week.
2: Oh, yeah. I've seen that where, where the name pops up multiple times. That's interesting. <laughs> All right. Um, Most of you are sleeping soundly through the night, but one of you always perceptive, always keeping an eye on things and looking for uh, what's out of place is Victoria. And uh, she notices in the middle of the night, uh, there is somebody hovering over one of the bodies of the guards that are watching you, one of the ones from the Harpers. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, you hear this quiet <sighs> sound in the middle of the night. And uh, the the creature that is over top of the body starts to pull uh, this Harper guard away from the group.
4: Okay. Uh, Victoria will uh, jump up yep. and say, "Everybody up! There's something, something attacking us."
2: <laughs> um, and everyone uh, begins to stir, and all eyes shoot towards the movement of the bodies, and you see Slattis Vanir, uh the uh, high elf druid that you ran into previously who um has uh, is clutching a knife and dragging the bloody body of this Harper soldier All right. uh, he says um, "Oh, you weren't supposed to see that <laughs> um, I have an issue with this one. It's none of your concern.
4: but now we have an issue with you." <laughs>
2: And he tries to take off okay, and Victoria starts fucking it.
4: Victoria will click her boots of speed and try to tackle him.
2: <laughs> oh shoot! Okay, <laughs> is there an official tackling role or do we want to do a, a contested, uh, maybe like a dexterity check here?
4: Um, so it, I it would probably use the grappling rules. So when you do that, you can do like a shove or a grapple. Um, victoria would first probably try to <clears throat> try to like shove to like okay. you know so um if if that's what you want to do we can do that um and then it would be so it'd be athletics athletics for victoria and then either athletics or acrobatics for uh i forget the, the druid's name
2: all right yeah yeah all right uh Slattice, yes so he is going to oh, that sounds good he'll do an acrobatics check to try to wriggle out of the way of Victoria.
5: Okay.
4: And I'll do advantage. I'll use my inspiration for advantage. Okay. This is going to be.
2: Oh, that is good that you rolled that because uh Slatus got a five. Oh. <laughs> nice. All right. So, um, are you, uh, like tackling Slatus? Just describe how you, uh, Uh, approach slatus
4: so uh clicks her boots of speeds and then just like zips towards him uh and will just grab onto him at first um and then whatever the next round is we'll try to like shove him prone and the whole time you know uh calling out for for help
2: okay um you've got slatus um held and at bay there's nothing he can do at this point um it's pretty obvious that he attacked this other humanoid. Um, So you are welcome to keep him prisoner or, or do what you'd like. But um, right now he uh, doesn't want to reveal information.
3: The uh, random NPC that he attacked, are they dead dead or could I spare the dying on them?
2: you can go ahead and try to spare the dying if yeah if you wanted to pop in right away that would be fine
3: yeah yeah i mean it doesn't cost me anything so sure
2: all right yeah well then uh you managed to uh heal this creature and they are no longer at risk of death uh but they are still you know not doing well they're they're injured and not really able to move or speak if somebody wants to heal them then maybe they could you know be in a little better
3: shape oh yeah not trained in medicine and not going to waste a spell slot on them
1: uh, uh, uh i i have some uh abilities here um uh, one woman uh
0: cure while, while, Vigor, while, while vigors <laughs> thinking before he can even think about it uh finner's gonna cast cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
5: <laughs> All right. I
0: love that Roger does like the bare minimum and everybody else
3: is like, "Oh, goddammit." And the to go over and actually heal. <laughs> All All right. 7
2: So, uh uh well, uh, the party is thinking <laughs> you you rush in and Fenner uh, places a hand on uh this this dwarf it looks like and um casts cure wounds. And uh the the dwarf is is very grateful, and he says, um, "This, this one just came out of nowhere and tried to murder me." He, he mentioned how hungry he was and t- tried to—I swear—he tried to take a bite out of me before he stabbed me.
3: That's uh, Tackle Dude saying that. Uh, th-
2: mm. Sorry, what was that?
3: That was Stannis or whatever his name is saying that.
2: That was the one that was attacked by Stannis.
3: Oh, the one that was attacked was saying that. Okay.
2: Yeah. Looks like a dwarf.
1: And uh Stannis is the person that we met on the way just before we got into this uh trade market city sort of thing.
2: That's right. Yeah.
1: He's like washing. he was like kicking his feet in the water or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah he was hanging out, yeah, outside the dark lake.
1: Okay.
4: Uh Victoria will still holding on to him, pull out some manacles and ask somebody to Manacles, them up. All
5: right.
2: So you uh, manacle Slattice. Really, you've got quite uh, the entourage of prisoners now uh, within the group. And yes, it looks like Slattice is at bay and no longer a risk of uh, coming after anyone in the party.
1: Uh, how did this happen that uh, we are now the ones who are taking prisoners? We were once our
4: prisoners ourselves. what's that saying something about dying the hero or becoming the villain
3: oh i was just gonna say life man life finds a way
4: uh
3: yeah on that note um what the fuck do we do with this guy
1: uh hmm. Hmm. looking at my things that i could do
0: most people learn when they're really young. It's not nice to bite people.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Is he a
3: vampire?
2: Uh, well, Gold- Goldor Flag and Fist offers, well, I've got a nice creature here that can keep an eye on him. Zorn, if you want to leave him here. Shh.
4: Oh yeah, Yanta had that nice the, uh, jacket or coat or something with all the gems.
2: Well, I, I think you all uh, sold the jacket of gems. Uh, You're like feeling back.
4: All right. Well, I guess we could just you know put put them up you know over the. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Never mind. I had a thought. We'll <laughs> we'll keep that to ourselves.
1: Could could, could we try uh, some sort of a persuasion like. Uh, uh, come on uh, uh, I mean I'm not very persuasive but uh, I could certainly maybe uh,
3: uh I draw. am very persuasive what do you want to persuade him for Yeah
1: uh, more information like what was really going on uh, or intimidation
2: yeah. Okay
3: you can okay. know Yeah So exactly. I'm imagining he's leaning over my shoulder just feeding Roger Lines and Roger is basically doing the uh the, you know, okay. just repeating back everything he says, trying to be as persuasive as you can. All
2: right. So, so, uh, roll your persuasion with advantage with that. <laughs> Slightly annoying, and maybe that's why it's so persuasive tactic.
3: Wow. Okay. Will a 27 work? Wow.
2: That, oh, okay. So actually, I, I meant for, um, uh, Tintin's character, uh, Vigorn, since, since he's the one that brought it <laughs> up. Oh, but uh, yeah, Vigor, you roll as well, and we'll we'll use your combined efforts. Well, (laughs) oh no! All right,
3: (laughs) Uh, Vigor. Roger uh... does this part perfect.
2: There's just something about how Roger repeats what you say that when you first say it, it doesn't quite sound persuasive. Persuasive, but when Roger says it, it makes total sense. Um, And Slatus feels compelled. Uh, yes, uh, look, I, I don't know what it was, but I came across this interesting but beautiful gem the other day that a small uh, a small swerf Nebelin was holding, and I don't know, it, I, I couldn't afford to buy it, but when I held it in my hands, I, I felt this great hunger. And ever since, I've just been fiending for the taste of flesh. That's all I can say. It's, I'm uh, completely consumed by it. So, Do you have this uh, gem now? Oh, no, no, no. It, it, it was too much for me. I, I could not afford it, but I, I merely held it and
1: provided it back. Just browsing, if you will. Oh, it's like uh, the one ring. I mean, the one gem. <laughs> I think that's all I can provide.
5: <laughs>
2: I, I can't help myself. Look, I I won't change for you, but if you will imprison me here, there's nothing I can do. All right. Do, do you want to uh, go ahead and leave Slatus here under the care of Zorn while you go on your way?
0: think I feel comfortable having somebody that I can't trust not to stab me or bite me when I'm sleeping with the party.
4: <laughs> Is this maybe something that we could try to cure? Like a, a madness or something? You let's
2: see. Um, roll roll a wisdom or intelligence check for me. Anyone who'd like.
0: It doesn't On it. that one.
2: Not the greatest roles.
3: We aren't the wisest party ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the um, scary thing.
1: I am wise. If it was Arcana, I'd be all set. But
3: <laughs> how did I get a six?
2: So Vigorn, you you are the most experienced in in the ways of strange things that happen, um, but also. All of you, through your travels in the Underdark, have seen strange behavior like this before. You can't quite put your finger on it. You don't know if it's something you can cure. But Vigorn, you could swear that in some of your studies, there there is a way to cure madness. Uh, and you all have done it before in, in your travel, if you can remember how that was.
0: Well, at one point, we had to go and visit someone, an apothecary or somewhere in... Uh, and Gracklestug was able to help us out. But yeah, I don't think I yeah. want to go back there.
4: <laughs> Maybe we can find some similar service here.
2: Okay. From, from what you've seen, the markets are in disarray. Due to the fighting, normally, this is a place of active trade. But right now, with the infighting, no one is trading at the moment, from what you could see.
1: I feel like we've kind of become the, the town's police, and I don't know if I feel comfortable with that.
0: So, dinner does have lesser restoration with that, uh, which can end either one disease or one condition of, the, of the afflicting it. Does that include uh, no condition? Can be blinded, deaf, and paralyzed or poison, which is none of our issues. Never mind.
1: So. Uh, lesser restoration can rid a character of short-term or long-term madness. Did you say it was lesser? It's lesser. Yeah.
2: That is correct. there's short term, long term, and indefinite madness, and that would take care of any sort of short term or long term madness.
0: Tenner's gonna walk over to the bound lattice, uh hold his, his uh his his uh charm of soon in one hand and with the other Ass, you know, spell slots quick on these guys. Um, Luster Restoration is a second level spell slot.
2: Okay. You see this embodiment of Soon in this visage of uh, bright light shine out of Slattice. And it pulses and grows brighter and then quickly dims. And Slattice looks up at you. You smell delicious. Can I just one taste, one taste? And you get the sense from doing that, that perhaps this is indefinite madness and not short or long-term.
0: Gotcha. Uh, gang, I, I think this one's beyond my, uh, my skills uh, to be able to, to assist. Maybe maybe he's just bad, or maybe something's controlling him that's just stronger than I am.
4: Well, that was a good what, Would,
0: would a Fireball cure him?
2: Let's <laughs> not <laughs> get rash.
0: I, I haven't done anything yet. We're, we're and f- at least let me get away about 60 feet before you try.
3: <laughs> I have several different flavors of Fireball. I have small, medium, and large. Which would you like?
0: Ideal uh, choice.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh, um, extra large
2: <laughs> you, you see Harry come rushing in through the door uh, Look everyone, I, I don't mean to rush us But I, I'm, I'm worried if we don't quickly go to the Drow Enclave That the swurf, the, the Duragar will break their word And they will attack the others I, I think we need to go and see what happens And what's happening with this gem We shouldn't spend too much time on the slattice. He's dangerous, but I think if we deal with him effectively and tie him up, he'll be okay.
3: Hang him by the ankles in bright sunlight. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) I agree.
2: All right. Well done. You've apprehended one vicious criminal. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Let's head over to the Drow Enclave. And all of your party, gather up. Uh, You head out with Yantha, Peebles, uh, all all of the folks of your party and head into the outskirts of the Drow Enclave. And actually, let's uh, pop over real quick to the map. That's not what I meant to do. So the main map here, um, you all went to the Duergar location. Exactly. You see this right here the Durgar. so um, you just finished up there. You started off kind of in the middle uh, and now you are headed up to the top right, which is the Northwest on this map. And you'll be entering the outskirts of the Drow Enclave, which similar to the Durgar Enclave looks uh, like a beautiful fungal grove. Uh, once again, reminiscent of your time in Neverlight Grove. So we'll head into that area now.
0: Vicky, I assume you're going to take the lead on this one since they're your kin or something close oh, to us. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of course, I'll, I'll take the lead.
0: I'm sure nothing can go wrong with this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Now, why didn't I take the sunlight spell?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Before
2: you can go too far, uh, Vigorn, you hear the sound of rustling and stomping and it gets closer and closer and in the midst of your party, suddenly a small uh, swift neblin appears amongst you. Um, uh, hello, Um my name is Flink. Uh, uh, have you seen Yantha? I'm looking for her. Well, actually, I'm avoiding her but, uh, oh god, I'm so worried. What's happening? Do any of you know her?
3: Never heard of her.
2: Yeah, I don't think we've met Yantha yet. No, uh, she's a a deep gnome, um, very powerful mage. She was going after the Duragar. I'm worried about her. I think she was kidnapped.
0: Wasn't she tied up over a a great eating beast that we just talked to recently? Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yes, you see in your party. Not
0: that I remember.
2: Manacled uh, is Mm -hmm. Yantha. And. Yes, that's me, and that is my no-good apprentice. And uh, you see that fl- it is Flink, um, the apprentice of Yanda, and he looks terrified, and he shrinks into the corner, covering his head, uh, profusely apologizing and completely inconsolable, and you're having a hard time getting a word out of him. Um, if someone is able to do something to try to get to him, uh, maybe to try to calm him down or or um, do something with a skill check, um, he, he's unable to communicate at this time.
3: I would but- like to persuade him with a small piece of candy, like every <laughs> creeper ever.
2: <laughs> Does anyone else want to try anything?
0: My first thought was that... Uh, that- Penner would assume that Roger would be good to talk to anybody with a screw loose, given his,
3: okay.
0: his normal oh oh,
3: oh, oh, yeah. Roger would be very <laughs> persuasive. He's just doing it in, like, the creepiest possible way. But, yes, he would be very persuasive.
2: Nice. All right. Why don't you go ahead and roll a uh, persuasion check?
3: Nice. Total and of 20.
2: You have got some serious uh, bonuses on that. All right. Nice. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, so how do you, oh yeah, you're, you're handing him candy. And, um, he, he sees the, the small, uh, uh, wrapped, uh, colorful candy and unwraps it and pops it in his mouth and slowly exhales and seems to kind of calm down.
3: This wait, was bad. that one of the special candies? Oh, great. Was <laughs> Wait, was that one of the ones I got from Neverlight Grove? I don't remember.
2: <laughs> the, things look more colorful than usual, but anyway, th- thank you for the candy. I, I'm sorry. I, I just felt so bad. I, I failed my mistress, Yantha. She entrusted this gem to me, and well, I took it, and it was stolen from me. This large gargoyle swept down from the sky, grabbed the gem, and while well, I've been staring here at the entrance to the Drow Enclave, they're surrounded by gargoyles. But I don't see the one that took the gem. These Drow will never let me in. They only let in the Drow or people friends with the Drow. So I've I've just been waiting here. And I know yours. the will punish me.
3: Did your gargoyle have any special markings or features so we might be able to uh, recognize it?
2: Yes. He, it, it, the the creature looked like it had one ear that was maybe, you know, attacked or, or severed in some way. It was kind of torn and missing in part of it.
3: Uh, like a stray cat that had been in a fight. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, by your gestures, I assume it was its right ear that was bitten off or whatever? Right ear, yes. Okay. Everybody look for a gargoyle missing its right ear.
1: And it came from the my, my people? The drow?
2: Well, it was a gargoyle, and I've been staring here at the entrance to the drow enclave. They have lots of gargoyles here, but I not yet have I seen this particular gargoyle.
1: Okay, I'll go and handle it. One moment.
0: General, look at Yantha while we're standing there, and say, "What's so important about this gem?"
2: Well, my master Yantha entrusted it to me, and that's all I can think about. It's that's all I care about. I have no idea what it's for, but she needs it.
0: And look over at Yantha and say, would you like to weigh in here a little bit on what it, in particular you think you might have lost?
4: Yeah, is Yantha with us?
2: Yes. Ah. Well, I had... Uh, I planned on uh, getting this gem. It was entrusted to me from Krimgol, uh, the duogar, who was with uh, the other merchant duogar. He asked me to appraise it, assess the value of the gem, and um, I told him it was worthless, which it was. I gave him a lump of gold, and I handed it over to my apprentice Flink. He tried to suggest that I was lying. Ridiculous. Uh, And um, that was that. He strung me up, and
1: here we are. Did you notice uh, any personality changes when... uh... People have touched this gem. Seems like uh, there are uh, issues with this
2: gem. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen anything odd at all. The only thing odd is how I've been treated.
3: Wait, so you did touch the gem then as part of your appraisal?
0: Oh, yes, I had to, to inspect it. And and since you say it's worthless, there's no real reason for us to go searching for gargoyles because if it's not worth anything, then you know it'd just be a waste of our time.
2: Well, I'm not the one that asked you to look for it. It's the duergar you're supposedly working for to help calm this uh, conflict happening between our two parties.
0: Oh, these these are the same gems one and all. You, the gem that's causing all this is the one Plink lost. I understand. Sorry, right. a little slowly. It's, it's complicated.
2: I understand. Uh-huh.
0: V- Vigor's supposed to be telling me what to do in these situations around the drow. <laughs>
3: Uh, Roger is going to pull the collar of his shirt down, expose a nice juicy bit of like shoulder and neck and be like, so you're not feeling anything untoward since you did that appraisal?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel perfectly normal.
3: No Uh... unusual cravings? Hmm.
2: I mean, yeah. I, I'm i pretty sure the drow charmed me, and if anything was strange about my behavior, it's definitely their fault.
1: I wonder if these uh, Sir Snifflins, however you pronounce their names, are uh, maybe immune to uh, the gem's effects, but uh, other folk aren't?
2: Hmm. Uh, Vigorn, you see that uh, Flink is now just falling again in front of you just looks absolutely distraught. Um, But it is in a slightly maniacal way, a very exaggerated, not typical way of, of crying or emotion that you would expect at this time.
3: Roger will hold out another piece of candy. Maybe he wants another one of these.
2: (laughs) And he just looks like the, the first candy did it for him, but it's it's back to the the rolling tears again.
3: Anybody have another set of manacles?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. We might want to have those ready. Why don't we leave Flink out here in case he runs into the gargoyle outside of the drow enclave and we'll proceed and just keep an eye out for the, for the earless wonder.
1: That sounds good. Uh, we are developing a bit of a chain gang here. A little concerned about that. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's Maybe you could name. leave your little your shield guy to guard Flink <laughs> with some manacles on him.
4: So I had <laughs> two sets of manacles. How many people do we have manacled up right now? <laughs>
2: uh, I guess two. it's uh, the elf that you left behind. Uh, unless you want to say that you took the manacles off when you hung them up, um, and then uh, what's her face that we were just talking to Yanta.
4: Okay, yeah, if, if possible, I guess tied the the other. Uh, it, with rope or something.
3: I did suggest to tie him by the ankles in bright sunlight, so... Uh...
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Go. All right, so... Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, there's a lot of names here. Flink is uh, now posted outside here, and you all are, are free to do what you'd like.
3: With a shield guardian standing guard over Flink. <laughs> <laughs> Well-guarded.
1: Um, mm should you unpause the games
2: so oh I, yes I let's do that that would help
3: i don't mean to reassign somebody else's npc to something if you don't agree
2: mm-hmm. uh, from, from uh Gopher, so yes CS. Gopher, are you cool with leaving your shield guardian there
0: yeah absolutely
1: uh okay so uh can i see that there's drought to the north or I'm not sure if it's the north or the west
2: Oh, right. Yes. So you see uh, around the corner of this giant mushroom looking tent, uh, there are a couple uh, female drow um, fully adorned in armor and um, weaponry up to the northwest, I guess it is. Um, And then down to the south is a single drow who is seated underneath of this dome and uh, just kind of hanging out.
3: North is to our right, correct?
2: Uh, uh, we'll just say north is the top. We'll just keep it simple for now. We'll just say north is the top, south is the bottom. So the the two guards are at the top, or the north, and then the single elf is at the or drow is at the bottom, south.
3: Rogers wandering uh, off on his own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Spinner's, Spinner's going to stand slightly behind and kind of one step behind it to the right of. Uh, V'Gorn the entire time, almost like like a personal bodyguard.
1: Okay. Uh, And I'm going to speak to the drow that's under the tree. Uh, Greetings in the name of Wolf, the demon queen of spiders. Uh, We are looking for a gargoyle who's taken a gem. Greetings,
2: fellow drow. It is good to see you. Um, Welcome to our enclave, it's it's great to have you. Um, have you been to the grand city of Menzoberranzan? No, I'm from there. You're from there. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, is incredible. And as you look at his face, you notice that um, he has acid scars covering the left side of his face, and it extends down into his body. And he has this large staff. Um, it looks powerful, but it it's also looks like he's using it as a walking stick. Um, uh, I am from menzo as well. If any of you need directions to get back there or to some of the surrounding cities, um, I, I have a collection of maps that I've been working on. I'd be happy to uh, part with them for a, a small fee.
1: Uh, we are also looking for, uh, who's the, we're looking for a fellow and we're looking for, I always forget the guy's name.
2: Yes. (laughs) So you are looking for Gazrim Duloc, uh, the Zentarim agent.
1: Okay. And you are looking for this red gem. All right. Uh, well, my name is V. Gorn, uh, and this is my, my friend, um, uh, uh, Fenner and uh, um, Roger is the rabbit and then Victoria uh, and um, uh, dr. F- flagamucus is what we call him sometimes
5: <laughs> oh sorry
1: zilch is my name it's good to meet you
2: and um, you suddenly hear shouts and screams and as the two drow <laughs> warriors rush over to Roger. Don't move an inch, or we will slice you where you stand. You are not a drow, and you are not permitted one step further.
3: Oh! 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 Uh, uh, sorry! 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 Um, we're here on a mission of peace. We're looking for a very specific gargoyle. Maybe you've seen it. We were told that there's a lot of gargoyles over here, so we were just, you know, inspecting the area.
2: Yes, we have gargoyles, but you still don't look like a drow to me. So, until you have some drow friends, I suggest you start walking away.
3: Uh, I do. They're just over... Uh, he's quickly checking over his shoulders. Like, it was just over, um... Yes, uh, I definitely have friends.
1: Us uh, drow are uh, a bit of a sensitive bunch uh, uh, Hello, hello, uh, my name's Vigorn. Uh, what is your name's? Is this one yours?
2: Uh, yes, he is mine You need to keep him under tighter control
3: I belong to no one But I do sometimes <laughs> rent my services out
1: <laughs> And I look over and I
3: <laughs> you just hear And he holds his hand for money you, you gotta pay him to, for him to to be yours if you want to claim him.
1: <laughs> uh, I pull out uh, a single one piece of platinum. <laughs> one. <laughs> and
3: give Roger it- tries to bite into it, nods, and says, yep, I'm his for the next five minutes. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: All right. Well, if that means you'll behave, then
3: sh- sure, that's fine. Look, uh, oh, that us an extra, and he holds his hand out.
1: So, um, we are we are on the quest. We are looking for um certain fellow of uh, Zentarum, and uh, we are also looking for a gem. Seems that this gem that's passed, getting passed around, is uh, causing trouble. Hmm.
2: Well, we do have many gargoyles that your rabbit friend here was referring to. Herringon, sorry. Um, if you would like to enter the Drow warehouse on your best behavior, we'll allow you to go in and ask around. But we have not seen this gem. I suggest after leaving here, perhaps you go to the Zintarum encampment. Makes sense that Gazram, the Zintarm would be in the Zintarm encampment, uh, encampment.
3: Have you had a sudden outbreak or rash of normally rational people? And he gives them like a side eye that he doesn't believe they're actually rational people. <laughs> uh, suddenly developing a su- sudden desire to bite or consume the flesh of other people.
5: That's...
2: Very odd. Um, no, we have not seen or, or experienced that desire, but there's been a lot of activity between the Duergar and the Neblin. We are staying out of it. We're we, we are trying to work out business with the Zintarum. We aren't paying attention to them.
1: Uh, yes, that's yes. that's very wise. Uh, us drow, we're very wise and try to keep our nose out of things. Indeed. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, so, uh, Gazrum Dulak, have you heard of him?
2: Sure. Um, perhaps in passing, um, uh, related to the Zentarum. I, I believe he is the, uh, current, um, how do you call it? A representative, if you will, of the Zentarum right now in the Enclave. So, um, uh, yes, I would go there and, and ask around as well.
1: Mm. All right. Well, if you don't mind, we will uh, come in and uh, uh, perhaps look around uh, and see if uh, there's any uh, 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 gems uh, in in this warehouse. If that's okay, uh, I will. I will de- promise you uh, the best behavior from my companions.
3: And I look at all of them. <clears throat> this- Roger whistles Hello. and looks up into the left a little bit. <laughs> oh, you know, I ain't making no promises.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh just pretend for a little bit, okay? All right. Uh so they
2: allow you to head into the warehouse and we shall head over there.
0: And as we go, Fenner will be paying attention to all the gargoyles, trying to see if he can catch one or recognize one missing a right ear.
2: Okay,
3: got it. Right. And Roger will keep be, be keeping an eye out for the unusual behavior we have now observed two or three times.
1: <laughs> got it. Well, uh, R- R- Roger, I-, I do wonder if uh, perhaps um, this gem is giving various people different forms of madness and not necessarily uh, the-, the same
3: kinds.
1: Like the one that was laughing hysterically and then another one turned into a... Sort of blood-sucking creature,
3: hmm. Hmm. cannibal zombie thing, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, the gem affects different people different ways. Hmm.
3: It attacks their subconscious and pulls their deepest, darkest fears or nightmares out and manifests them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, oh. You should
1: not touch this. Fire. <laughs>
2: I got it. Yeah, I'd hate to see Roger with indefinite madness. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the question becomes: Would you tell a difference?
2: <laughs> true, true, maybe you already have indefinite madness.
3: A character sheet change that didn't need to be made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so you went from the- chaotic neutral to chaotic neutral. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, you head inside of the Drow Warehouse and it is uh a home for the denizens as well as a bit of a fortress. Uh there you enter through these large double doors and uh typically only the elite drow warriors like uh those that you saw guarding the entrance and other drow are allowed to enter. You see there are a number of other uh different uh, Quigoths and these uh, large giant lizards that are with saddles upon them that are used uh, by the elite warriors to ride around. And you see a number of warriors throughout the warehouse as well. Um, the two elite warriors at the front uh, rush forward, uh, concerned at first at seeing your party, but once they notice that Vigorn is there, they uh, notably relax and, um, and uh, they, f- for time's sake, uh, we'll say that they come up to your party and uh, they hear about the um, your quest that you're on and they want to uh, assist you and help you with your journey um, because of Vigorn. And so they offer you some assistance with Uh, nine vials of carrion crawler mucus. It's exciting.
4: Fish, fish, penny. Uh,
2: (laughs) I I thought I... Let me see. Oops. Oh, gosh. Opened up my browser console. All right. Mucus. I'm, like, typing. Mucus. Carrion crawler mucus. It's a poison. Um, I'll paste that into the chat. But there are nine vials of them, so lots of those. carrion crawler gifts And then they also offer a bunch of food and water, which basically translates to um, 40.2 gold pieces. And then they allow you to get some items from their warehouse, which um, it won't let me copy it. Here we go. Leads to two potions of healing, a spell scroll of invisibility, and a potion of climbing. Also a bag of holding, a potion of greater healing, and a spell scroll of find familiar. So like the other potions, uh, you can use it one time, or if you hold on to it till the end of the chapter, then everyone gets one. Okay. Um, uh, we'll say that you all um, questioned about the gems, and you were not able to find the red gem here, or the gar- uh, the gargoyle that was in question. But uh, you heard uh, a rumor that somebody spotted a gargoyle flying uh, south towards the direction of the Zintar encampment. Was there anything else anyone wanted to do here?
0: Um, Finner's going to grab one of the two potions of healing and then he's going to grab the greater potion of healing, the greater healing, and as an aside, just say, I'll hold on to this greater one for Raka. <laughs> <laughs> so Raka can add the greater to hers when she gets back, so she's mm-hmm. usually taking a bunch of damage. Uh, what, is,
1: what, is, what is this giant treasure chest here? Is it a, just like a,
3: like, a, like a cart sort of it's thing? It's a caravan wagon. Caravan yeah, it looks like yeah.
2: hey, <laughs> they put their drow materials in there.
5: Okay.
3: That would be the sort of wagon that some sort of noble or person of high status would use mm-hmm. to travel back and forth.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. All all right, right. Uh,
3: Roger is keeping his eyes peeled <laughs> both for people acting weird and then he realizes he's amidst a bunch of drow and they all act weird. And then he's just strider. He's heard of these mythical, legendary creatures, and he is desperate to find one.
1: Does does a weird person know weirdness? Like, can they spot it in others?
3: Oh, yeah. Like, a weird person will definitely spot one of their own among a bunch of normals, even if they're trying (laughs) to act normal. (laughs) Ask somebody who has ADD if they can spot somebody else with ADD in a crowd and they will tell you in a heartbeat, yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But is it indefinite madness? Might might portray a little differently.
3: (laughs) I mean, among a bunch of drow, acting odd is a very tall order. Mm -hmm.
2: All right. So you all head out of the drow area. And uh, now you are headed towards the Zentarum, off to the southwest corner. And uh, let's see. Has Zentarum, anybody
3: spotted a uh, beholder yet?
2: Uh, no beholders yet. But Peoples is looking and still still hoping to find ones.
0: And, and Flick didn't see any, uh, any gargoyles or any activity that would give us some clue when we left. He just was just tied up outside and hung out.
2: Yes, yeah. Uh, they they kept watch, they joined your party again, but so far, just seeing all of the typical gargoyles, go- gargoyles, not the one particularly that was uh, mentioned with the the missing ear.
3: Okay. Gotta keep an eye out for that right ear. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, all right. Hit the Zenterum. Yes.
2: Okay. I'm going to put your tokens here. Yes. And then we'll oh, stop the for a sec. Anyways, move all the tokens around just in case somebody's hidden behind one. Okay. I think we're pretty good. All right. Uh, so you head into the Zhentarim Enclave. Unlike a couple of the other enclaves that you've been to, the, uh, this particular one isn't surrounded by fungi. Um, it does have some, but it's not the, the vast grove like the others. Uh, it looks like it's a little bit more shoddily put together. There are some tents um, outside of the warehouse area. Similarly to the other enclaves, there's a, a set of large double doors and a, a warehouse section further out past the entrance to the encampment. Uh, there is one central large tent in the middle, and it looks like, uh, although you can't see it depicted here on the map, uh, it looks like there is a spread of food and wine and drinks and um, some like goodie bags that you can take home. Uh, and it looks like there's something that's set up here for some sort of gathering that's being expected to take place. Uh, and at the moment, as you look into the encampment, um, it, in the middle of the, the huge pavilion, you see that there are some drow that are waiting there. Uh, there is, uh, it looks like maybe um, four drow that are in the pavilion. A couple of them look like they're warriors. One looks like maybe they're like a negotiator type the other one maybe also a negotiator it's hard to tell exactly what they all do um but they're they're all there looks like they're waiting not not necessarily taking part in the food and festivities but looks like they're waiting for uh the other party to arrive um so as you uh, are here uh let me see here
0: hey gang does anybody have any experience with these zentarims
1: uh, I mean, we did... Uh, you did talk to them. uh Yay. In... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We, we have a Zent. We have a Zent agent among us, actually. Harry. Hey. Shh, I'm killing money. Are you a spy? <laughs> uh,
2: <clears throat> so, these, these are our people, but um, it looks like, as you all might be able to tell that they're conducting business right now we can interrupt them if we'd like or we can wait a moment and let things pass see what they're planning on doing and then intercede it's it's up to you all I'll, i'll leave it up to you i i
3: don't
0: know them personally
3: let's go introduce ourselves (laughs)
0: <laughs> or better yet, Roger, maybe the subtle approach. Why don't we uh, approach these merchants here outside the tent and maybe ask them exactly what the nature of this uh, of this uh, meeting is? So we don't step into something we're not prepared to step out of. If you know what I mean.
3: Oh, I always have an exit plan. Oh. It usually involves fireball. <laughs> Uh, and and use a smoke bomb use fireball
0: <laughs> Finner's going yeah. to walk <laughs> down to these merchants and just uh, say excuse me sir I, we're new here and it seems like y'all got a big to do going we don't want to interrupt so we thought we'd ask if you could you know let us know exactly you know what the what the best course of action is when uh, when meeting folks around here
2: Oh, of course, yes. Um, it's it's an exciting day indeed. We are expected for our uh, Zentarm representatives to meet here with the drought today. I heard that they are going to come to some sort of agreement. Uh, it's about time. The mental Dareth has been spread too thin amongst four different populaces here. If we can control the power between the Zentarum and the Drow, we will have much more control. So uh, we're very excited for this moment. Oh,
5: so yeah,
1: this is... it, it seems, seems like a good thing to, to, to the Drow and the Zents would uh, uh, yeah, but try to control this uh, town. Sounds good. Good Good idea.
3: Oh, this <laughs> sounds like the perfect opportunity for a representative of the Haringan empire to introduce themselves and uh,
0: get to know everyone (laughs) yeah that's exactly what I was thinking Roger and I want you to write down a list of the things you'd like to go over in your negotiations
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well first off we would have to negotiate for some of the delicious uh, fungal offerings that I've tasted since I've been down here and, um, you know, we could provide carrots and lettuce from the heron Gun Empire.
2: <laughs> um, while you're discussing this, Victoria, out of the corner of your eye, you notice some movement. Um, and you see this rush of activity uh, and the fluttering of wings. And you notice that Up to the north side of the map, there is a gargoyle perched up on the cavern wall. And it looks like it, in fact, does have a missing ear. But you don't see a gem on it. Uh, You just see them perched and waiting and looking.
4: Uh, Victoria will just give a a quick whistle and point over you know, funner and like not in that direction.
3: I have to ask, does Roger notice any of this going on?
2: I would say with Roger's um, perception and wisdom that Roger would also hear uh, Victoria whistle.
0: So the, is it the gargoyle that's just to the North of us?
2: That's right, yes, uh,
0: And okay. it's the only one that we there are no other gargoyles that we can see in the vicinity.
2: Yeah, that's right. Looks like just the one.
0: Finner would try to nonchalantly say, "I notice you all got a uh, gargoyle uh, uh, guard in the place. Is this you know, is this normal for the Zemtor? Are you all employ gargoyles on the regular?
2: Not, not the Zentarum. We heard the Drow employ gargoyles, but not us. They're, they're not quite the creatures we work with normally.
3: So it's not friendly?
2: I don't know it's, if it's friendly or not. I mean, it seems like it's not doing anything, but, you know, I, I don't want to mess with it. I don't want to, um, I guess, get the Zentarum in trouble with the Drow. Mess with relations.
3: Roger casts a spell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What does Roger do?
3: It's fireball. That is just isn't rubbing it? his forehead. <laughs> it is not fireball. It is psychic glance.
2: Okay. And you uh, do it at the gargoyle. Yes. Is, is that right? Okay. So yes. gargoyle needs to make an intelligence save. Uh, okay.
5: Well the zero Well <laughs> yeah.
2: the zero, that's pretty bad. So I would say uh yeah. Uh immediately the gargoyle feels this rush of pain in in its tiny little brain. Um and it is currently incapacitated. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it is Ed. just stunned and uh
3: Do not know we need to roll initiative now or
2: um i would say we don't need to roll full initiative but um if there's anything anyone else wants to do or are you trying to like kill the gargoyle if so then yes actually
3: I, i wanted to stun it and make it like fall down if it doesn't fall down then roger will continue trying to kill it all
0: right gonna turn around dumbfounded not know is not understanding quite for a second what's going on
2: <laughs> all right why don't we uh, go ahead and roll initiative let's let's do it let's roll initiative and see what happens here
3: if, if I can make a recommendation if we could roll initiative and then start it from wherever Roger ends up in the initiative order and continue from there so everybody gets a turn before Roger does his next stupid idea <laughs>
5: I, th-
2: I think that's fair. Let's see.
5: There we go. So we've got. Oil.
3: Oh, I've rolled terribly with a plus four modifier? I'm rolling.
0: I'm both. I rolled bol- four strikes tonight. A nice, uh, a nice three. My roll has not come through, has it?
1: Right.
0: Um,
2: no. Yeah, I don't see a roll for you, Gopher. There you go. Here I see 24 now. Uh, and my rolls didn't go through either, so let me do that here.
4: Two natural 20s for initiative.
5: Uh. Roll uh. that.
2: <laughs> um, some of them were, let's see, I, I rolled for the Eldritch Cannon and the Bat
3: as well. i was gonna say that many rolls has me a little concerned (laughs) (laughs) there may be more fireballs than i had counted on here
2: so wow victoria out of 26 all right uh we'll we'll say uh yeah roger you can just take take the first round and then we'll pop into the top of the initiative
4: uh this yeah Did the gargoyle fall to the ground, or is it still...
2: Oh, the gargoyle is perched. So, uh, the gargoyle didn't fall, Um, it's just stunned. Mm. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. yes, so Victoria's turn.
4: Okay, no Misty Step or anything, so I guess uh, bonus action, click Boots of Speed, and then... Uh so let's see, that's regular movement and then how much movement would it be to get up to it?
2: Um we'll say the gargoyle is about fifteen feet up in the air.
4: Okay. So I, I think if that's forty and movement speed is currently doubled. Uh so it'd be a ten foot climb. Uh is climbing difficult terrain?
3: Um, I I, mean, it's usually half speed, isn't it?
4: I think so. Okay. So then that's perfect. Victoria has uh, basically 10 feet of movement, so she'll move up. She should be within 5 feet then. All right. Uh, So I guess she will try to then use her action to cast a spell. Okay. We're going to do the uh green flame blade wombo combo alright so we'll do the green flame blade which has a melee attack with it okay uh i'm gonna re-roll the damage with the oh, i scrolling down the piercer feet that lets you re-roll the damage once nice <laughs> We improve. Very nice. (laughs) It's an improvement. All right. Um, And then it's incapacitated. I don't know. Let's see. Can't take actions or reactions.
3: You would have advantage on it.
4: Well, it can't take actions or reactions, but I don't think it's paralyzed or anything like that. So I don't know that I'd Yeah, I don't think I'd have advantage on it. Okay. So I think just the nine plus seven... Okay.
2: All right. Um, yeah, you uh, stab at it, and uh, w- with your blade. And uh, th- are those two separate blades, the green flame uh, blade, or is that the same
4: one? It's the same one. So casting the cantrip has a melee uh, attack requirement to, to see if you hit,
3: and uh, if you hit. Uh, attacks against attack rolls against the creature have advantage.
2: Oh, cool. Okay. Got it. Got it. Alright, so you um, go in with your blade, and uh, after that first psychic glance, glance and the blade attack, the gargoyle looks like it's it's pretty hurt at this point.
4: Okay. And uh, Roger, where are you seeing the advantage part?
3: Uh, sorry, I did a Google, and it came up. I'm trying to pull it up now.
4: Yeah, because under conditions it just says you know, can't take actions or reactions.
1: Yeah, incapacitated and an incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. In the appendix.
4: Yep. So I think we'll just pass turn to Gopher.
2: All right, Gopher.
0: Alrighty, I'm gonna click my heels together,
3: effectively doubling my movement speed.
2: Nice.
0: And I will run right up alongside Victoria and take a stab at this guy. okay It's stabbing time Stabbing
2: time
0: fighting the uh fighting the bar.
2: Ooh, nice. And you get a uh, sneak attack as
0: well, I believe.
5: Oh, good.
0: Shortsword sword plus two. Nice. Ooh. 5d6. Oh, Not
2: bad. Whoops. What just happened? I clicked on something and I think I caused. <laughs> yeah, it caused the crit to happen ignore <laughs> that. But, you know, we can count it anyway, because you absolutely, definitely kill this gargoyle. Uh, yeah, so you, you rush in. Uh, the gargoyle doesn't even see you as you sneak up behind Victoria as it's distracted and you uh, land that blow. All right, and the gargoyle um, falls now uh, from the, the side of uh, the wall, whoops, I didn't need to hide it, and uh, is currently dead unless you decided that that was not a killing blow.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, he dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, as soon as that happens, we're going to end combat because uh, the drow start immediately rushing out of the tent. Um, what's happening? What's all this commotion? Stop right there. You're, you're putting our negotiations at risk. Uh,
5: um,
1: hello, hello. I'm Vigorn. Uh, what's your name?
2: <laughs> I'm I'm Sirak. We are a Drow envoy here to speak with the Zentarum, And what is happening with this gargoyle?
1: Uh, I am Vigorn, and this is Fenner, and this is Roger, and Victoria, and Gopher. Uh, no offense, but we don't
2: have time for introductions here. Why are you killing gargoyles?
1: Uh, uh, this gargoyle has caused problems with uh through throughout your community. They uh it stole a gem and uh, uh it's caused uh, Duragar and uh, Sir Snivlin to fight, and the uh, uh, things are out of control.
3: You know, what do you mean? No introductions necessary? telling you tell that you don't know? You know why does it even matter? You don't know who it is.
2: I'm sorry to upset you. I I have heard of this gem causing some disruption with uh, the other enclaves, but we've been busy taking advantage of the situation, to be honest.
0: So, you know, I'm not casting aspersions, but it would seem that, you know, if someone was so inclined that they wanted, let's say, the Duogar and the Smurf nephilims to to be angry with each other, they may steal something between the two and create conflict where it didn't exist before. Just a, just an observation of what might have been, uh, uh a, a ploy, should there be people who would be so heinous and evil.
2: Hmm. That's not a bad thought. Although, uh, honestly, I'm not sure if these Duergar and Sverf Neblin are smart enough to think of something that creative. Uh, no offense, little one. She looks at Gopher.
3: Oh, so you're a racist. I now know how to handle you.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, I got no fireballs right now. No fireballs.
3: <laughs> you know, I swear to say, we got to come here to the surface and we're living in the surface, and we go, all the way down, you know, Blingstone, But when I'm in Blingstone, I'm feeling pretty safe. Should I help one dwarf in the company down here and they're going to see your face? <sighs> Um, (laughs) I both agree and disagree with you, depending upon whatever it was you just said.
2: (laughs) Look, uh, that came out the wrong way. I didn't mean for it to exactly uh, sound like that. Look, look. And and as uh, this drow is trying to save herself and explain, uh, you notice a large party start to come through uh, from out of the Zentarum warehouse And it looks like an entourage of, uh, who you assume is Gazram Delac. Uh, the- the Oh, hey, little friend,
3: we have a, we have a beholder. You want to come see your beholder? We got one. Uh,
2: at that moment, one of the drow, um, the one that you were not talking to, uh, Rushes over to the beholder and starts stabbing it over and over again. And the beholder, you noticed, was weakened already, it was missing a number of its eye stalks, and it falls uh, immediately dead. And uh, the drow rushes off and escapes.
3: Never mind. Um,
2: or attempts to escape, I should say, un- unless anyone wants to intercede.
3: Oh, I'll cast a spell at it. I want to hit him with a short bow.
2: All right, yeah, go ahead and make your attacks.
1: Uh, are we staying in the same initiative, or...?
2: Uh, if you want to uh, do anything, you can go ahead and we'll kind of do it at the same time for this particular round.
1: <laughs> v <V-Gorn's> just confused. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a lot happening. <laughs> um, another psychic lance lashes out... Yeah, for 25 it, damage.
3: It likely will save, but I'm hoping it's incapacitated for one round.
2: Ah, uh, oh, it actually saves the the psychic glance.
3: Oh, it only takes uh, 12 damage. Ah, damage, okay.
2: All right, so ah, it feels a, a sting from the psychic glance. Gopher, you hit it for another 10 piercing damage as your arrow... Uh, strikes true at the chest of this drow.
0: Uh, Finner is going to, while they're distracting it, grab his, his amulet of Soon and say, May the floor keep you forever. And he's going to cast hold person.
2: Mm, okay, nice.
0: Uh, if I can find look, I know I've got it in here. There we go. So it is um, a wisdom-saving throw against the 18 DC.
2: Oh, 18. Okay. And it rolled a 17.
0: Uh, So uh, paralyzed um, for up to a minute. I've got to hold concentration.
2: Nice. Okay.
0: Um, At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom-saving throw. To potentially end it, but okay gotcha but at least okay. for now it's out and it's like hey gentlemen gentlemen let's let's all let's all pause for a second uh, not sure why this gentleman is attacking a beholder or what a beholder is doing here to begin with but uh, I've got it at least handled momentarily maybe maybe we should talk to to Jan drow before we uh, before we kill him information is always important.
2: Victoria do you, do you do anything on your part?
4: Uh, Victoria would be like running up to step.
2: Okay. You want to make an attack?
4: Uh sure. Especially if it's paralyzed. All right.
2: Uh Roger. Um yes, we'll say that in in the upcoming round. Uh you can go ahead and healing words the the beholder as well.
3: Okay. Um, in the upcoming round, I want to give everybody else their own chance against this draw that's running away.
2: Um,
0: I assume you know, since it's para- paralyzed, you would have had uh, advantage. If, if, oh, you it anyway.
4: Uh, Never mind. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you yeah, even fine. better. Oh, wow. No need to crit this. Uh, actually, so there should be not just the... so it's a D6 and a D6, but also an additional D6 thanks to the piercer feat when you roll when you roll a critical hit you roll one additional so that's a uh, wow
5: much better
2: nice okay let me see here let me add this up um, apply damage apply damage and the extra 5 13
3: uh, plus 27 plus 5 yeah
2: this brown is seven. barely hanging on right now <laughs> she looks rough she uh, is frozen in place, but you just watch as all of these wounds <laughs> just come over her from everyone else.
4: And the seven from Green Flame Blade.
2: And uh, oh, I did I I did not get the seven. Oops. Let's do the seven and really, really, really hurt. Really, barely hanging on.
4: I guess technically, still hanging on. Green Flame Blade would be a crit as well. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh, let's see. Well, I see when I click on it, it's a oh, 7 great. plus 8. Oh, okay, I got it. So another 8. Yep, yep she She's... is down now.
4: Hey, we got there, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. This one is out. And Roger, I told you that you could heal the beholder, but um, I actually made an error there. The beholder is, is gone. It was already in a weakened state, uh, was not doing well, and after stabby stab it uh it's it's done for
3: i would still expend the spell slot trying to heal it and if it failed then it fails but I'll, I'll still spend this first level spell slot to try and heal it
2: all right yeah you you try to heal the beholder but it looks like there's just not enough to keep it going at this point mm-hmm. okay um you have uh, some chaos in front of you uh gas rushes forward what's going on here uh, we, we were supposed to be meeting with the drow it looks like one of these drow attacked us what's happening and um,
3: it's a conspiracy I love it <laughs> when a conspiracy's real <laughs> uh,
2: the, the other drow looks shocked uh, I I don't know what happened we we just met this drow uh, this morning. They were supposed to come and, and be part of our entourage. Maybe we were infiltrated. Oh, gods, we're so sorry. We never meant for this to happen. And um, you notice uh, something shiny uh, in the pocket of Kinyul, uh, Victoria, the one that you... Uh, managed to kill at the last moment.
1: Okay, uh, Vigorn will yell, oh, "Don't touch that! Be careful!"
4: Uh, so Victoria will will go to like make the motion, like she's checking the pulse, like you know, see if this person's still alive, and then try to like sneak the the gem uh, out of the pocket.
2: All right, how sneak how it do you get it? the gem? Yeah. Do you do you just grab it out, or do you do anything in particular as you pull it out? Yeah,
4: just just try to just just picking it up, trying to like put it in her pocket.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right, oh, um, Victoria, <laughs> I'm gonna have to roll something for you.
5: Uh-oh.
2: All right, um, <clears throat> and I thought I had. The link here, give me one sec, let me grab this. <clears throat> Alright, we'll we'll do
5: this. Okay,
2: apologies one sec. I've got the roll tables for short and long term madness, but I'm going to be rolling indefinite madness for
3: you.
4: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Uh and I apparently didn't grab that roll table, so let me just do it on D&D Beyond that should work fine.
3: This can oh, yeah. only end well.
2: <laughs> All right. So, indefinite. I think that's in the DM's guide. Okay, yes. Madness. Madness, madness. Here we go. All right, short, long. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Did that... Did not copy over. Let me copy-paste this. Uh, Victoria, you get this... As you touch this black gem, it is, it's is—it's the color of the, the most pitch black blackness that you've ever seen. And when you grab a hold of it, you could swear you hear this cackling in the back of your mind. And this craving washes over you. And it's this intense craving uh for alcohol that you've never felt before <laughs> and <laughs> your flaw is that being drunk keeps you sane okay <laughs> so you managed to put the gem <laughs> in your pocket but...
4: mimics
5: life
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so it is yeah. it is in your pocket but uh, yeah feeling some strange strange cravings you haven't before
4: all right, search the body for anything else, and then put manacles on. Because I think they're knocked out. Right, they're not dead.
2: Uh, if you just wanted to make them unconscious, yeah, you can. They can be just unconscious. Sure, we'll do that. Okay. All right. So All right. you uh, search their pockets to see if there's anything else there. Um, oops, I'm in the wrong.
4: I guess now I'm looking for boots.
2: <laughs> and now you're looking for yes. you
4: this was that little metal flask
2: <laughs> uh let me see what is on her uh i don't think there is anything on her other than this gem
4: okay
5: that is it
4: just put manacles on and uh just look around do a quick assessment looking for any alcohol <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay
2: yeah you, you peek around looking looking for something good um you don't see anything actually you do see some wine in the pavilion yeah so if if you're interested in partaking it is it is there and available from from the earlier party
4: yeah victoria will just start kind of slowly you know taking some some quiet stealthy steps that way
2: <laughs> nice all right you you dip out while uh others are distracted.
0: We don't uh, know who get. Do we know that it's Gazram delock We never met him before, have we?
2: You had not met him, but you heard that he was the one that was the the, the one in charge of the Zintarum, um, uh, the spokesperson for them. Uh, but he goes ahead and introduces himself to everyone, so that, so that you know for sure that it's him. Um, he says, uh, uh, "Well, thank you for." taking care of this drow I, I don't know what she may have done to the rest of us so uh, I, I guess thank you uh, I'm sorry that our beholder friend was was harmed but uh, I'm, I'm glad that you helped us out you're, you're welcome to some of our treasures that we have in our warehouse uh, we're happy to share, share some of our, um, our keepings with you
0: Our pleasure. We're happy to help. Uh, You may have some questions for uh, this gentleman here as to why his compatriot would attack you and what I understand was supposed to be a peace negotiation.
2: Hmm. Yes.
0: Looking at Sirak.
2: Okay, got it. Um, uh, Sirak maintains her position that uh, Kenyul... is new to the drow. She had not met uh, her until this morning and genuinely thought that they were there for negotiations. Roger wants to know if you noticed her grabbing the gem. Can you all grabbing the gem?
5: <laughs>
2: or which one?
0: Do we know, Do we know that Victoria has the gem?
2: Oh, that Victoria has the gem. Well... I would say, Victoria, uh, you. why don't you make a sleight of hand check? And anyone that wants to see if they noticed, go ahead and make a perception check.
0: 21. She got a 21. It's going to be tough to beat that. All right. Let's go ahead and try for that.
2: Oh, Fenner.
0: Fenner noticed and will not say a word.
2: <laughs> okay. So only Fenner so sees.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me um uh 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 c- could you please explain everything's a little confusing to me Gazram what what was happening here it seems like uh everything went wrong as soon as we showed up people started fighting uh that sort of thing well, well what happened i'm all confused
2: i'm i'm confused as well honestly there has been a lot of strange happenings here in Mantledareth. Um, our, we noticed that there was infighting between the Swerf Neblin and the Duergar. Um, we heard rumors of a, a gem that has been causing chaos. Uh, they've, uh, took it from the, the Duergar merchant and, um, we've been trying to stay out of it, but it appears that we weren't able to entirely. I, I don't know what caused all this, but we were just trying to take advantage of the situation. And uh, why did you have a beholder? That seems a little odd. Oh well, that's that's Lothune. He's been with us for some time. Um, he's he's uh, been he he's nothing to be worried about. Well, he's dead now, thanks to you all. But <laughs> he no,
1: <it> wasn't us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true, technically. Uh, but uh, yes, he's he he was our friend, and um, we're sad to see him go.
0: As as you say this gym's been causing a lot of problems. Should we come across it? I don't suppose you have a, a container, some type of chest, preferably lead lined that we might you know, <laughs> something small that we might carry. Should we come across it, maybe we can we can have it contained so it might, you know, cease its malevolent ways.
2: Certainly, I, that would be the wisest thing to do. We absolutely have lead uh, receptacles that could hold something as dangerous as that. It's, I, I would imagine if there were something nefarious with the gem going around, it is likely that this gem is cursed or holds an evil creature inside of it. Honestly, rather than keeping the gem safe, we, we probably should just simply destroy it.
0: And you know what might be able to destroy this thing if you have some insider knowledge. I'm, am I'm, I'm, I'm guessing me just smacking it with my staff is probably not going to do it.
2: Well, if if any of you have any weapons of magical nature, I, I think that
1: would probably do the trick. Um. Oh. So uh, we spoke to uh, one of your compatriots uh, when we met with uh, Brunor. Uh, And uh, he said that um, uh, we should seek you out because you might have a map to Graven Hollow. Mm, Yes, well,
2: uh, you did stop this drow attacker for us, so I suppose I can share this information with you. And I see you have Harry with you, and Harry is a friend of mine. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, yes, I will provide you, uh, this ring, and he pulls a ring off of his finger. Uh, this ring here will lead you to Gravenhollow. Uh, just, uh, wear it, and the brighter it glows, uh, the closer you are to Raven Hollow. and once it starts pulsing, you know that you are there. Um, just follow it, uh, it looks like you have a large party. There might be some people traveling with you that could help lead you, uh, in the right direction, and then follow the ring to find the precise location. And, um, Peebles raises her hand, um, "'Well, um, I've been looking for beholders, and looks like we found one. Um, if you don't mind me maybe taking one of its eye stalks as a souvenir.' Uh, I do happen to know the general direction to Ra- Gravenhotlow. Um, I could at least get everyone started.
0: You're a demented young lady. I will take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, y- you said something about other treasures, uh, Mr. Um, uh, 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 Gassarim? Yeah. Yes. Uh, you have some other treasures that uh, we might have?
2: yes yes of course and uh, he rounds up his warriors uh, well they're technically thugs in D&D terminology and uh, asks them to go and uh, grab some contents from the warehouse and he pulls some rewards for you um, out of the first uh, the, the warehouse is full of a number of these large uh, sheds uh, it actually looks like a warehouse compared to all the the other warehouses you've encountered and in the first uh, 12, uh, they have stored up 1,500 gold that can be split amongst the party. And uh, in another shed, it, there is also gold in a loose pile. And that is uh, an additional amount of gold that altogether adds up to 7690 GP. And... Um, Anyone that wants to spot uh, one piece of treasure that's a little more hidden, uh, give me a perception check, if you will. All right. Hey! Wow. Much better oh, than of... the usual. Wow, nice, nice. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, you see that there is a... Um, a small chest in the corner and it looks like it's trapped as well. Uh, is anyone good with dexterity that wants to attempt to disarm the trap?
4: Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm. Gopher, maybe this is one you let me do.
1: Uh, I, I have Thieves' tools, but uh, okay. if you would you like, like to... to... Uh... Go
3: right ahead.
4: Uh, if um, I could get your assistance, sure. though, go for it.
3: Alright, what do I need to roll?
4: Uh, I'll just roll at advantage if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go ahead for you. All
2: right. With your thieves tools, you place them into the trap. Just so
4: I guess, would that be slide of hand?
2: Um, you, it's, it's just a dexterity check.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. with, with the with tools, them. I think it's just your, um, your, uh, proficiency, um, oh.
4: Roll. That's it. Yeah, so, so it should be dexterity. So plus four, plus four. Oof. Oh, that advantage though.
2: Oh, yeah. Nice. Eh, a little better. Okay, yeah, and that'll be enough to do it. Um, you uh, managed to disarm the poison needles that were poised to attack you. Um, and you find even more coins that I actually realized I accidentally added already into the first gold pile. <laughs> so instead of the 1,500, you get the full 7690 gold pieces. Excellent job. <laughs> Sorry about that. But well done. You did not get poisoned. All right.
3: Um, While my friends are stealing the Xantharum blind, I am going to ask Kenyel and Gazaram why one of their people would have attacked what was ostensibly a peace negotiation.
2: Well, the, the drow are saying that they did not intend to attack anyone. It seems like this one individual acted alone. So the how rest would of it have, wanted to negotiate.
3: How would it have gained control over one of the gargoyles?
2: Sorry. Sorry. I'm not sure I understood that. Say that one more time. And-
3: how would it? Ha- how would that drow have gained control over one of the gargoyles? Because it was using the gargoyle as a puppet to attack other people. How would it have gained that control?
2: Well, you don't know that. <clears throat> you know that the gargoyle had the gem at some point, Uh but then it ended up in the hands of this drow.
0: And it's gonna search Keniel. Uh, now that he knows that the gym's with, with Victoria, he's going to search to see whether there's anything on Kenyell that might point to, you know, her motivations or or maybe tell whether it was just the gym driving her.
2: Okay. Yeah, you search Caniel's uh, pockets and you don't see anything in there. She seems to have acted of her own accord.
4: Uh, so Victoria disarms the trap and then will hold up the needle look at gopher and just kind of lick it and her eyes do the like nictating membrane like lizard eyes across and then she just thumbs up and then starts drinking whatever alcohol she found in the tent as she walks away
0: <laughs> and, and finner seeing this walks over with the little chest he's gotten from Gazrum looks at her doesn't see anything just opens the chest and holds it out to her and nods down at it, indicating for he wants her to put the gem in
4: it. Okay, so Victoria would still probably just be like drinking, drinking. <laughs> just look at him drinking, roll her eyes, put the gem in, and then just keep
0: drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Finn will we'll, we'll close it up. Finn <laughs> will close it up and throw it in his backpack to take force to take back to the garden uh... And the uh, Snurf, Snurf Nethlins uh, to try to get things straightened
2: out. Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. Um, so, for to kind of wrap up this part of the story, uh, you take the gem back to the Duragar. Show that uh, you've managed to receive it again. Explain what happened. Um, you gather that the the gem's madness caused a lot of problems here, and. Um, uh, you get the sense that the due to the madness of the gem, it was affecting many of the folks here, and they were acting out of their own accord uh, due to whatever craziness was was being told to them in their heads. Um, but many people played a role in the passing of the gem, and it eventually ended up with Keniel, who uh, then uh, felt compelled to attack this beholder. Now, as all of you start to head out of the area. Uh, as offered people's leads you out of mantle Dareth in the direction uh that she knows of graven Hollow. Uh, Before we
0: leave we'd yeah, at uh, least a- we'd at least ask whether there were any healers in the in the town that that might be able to remove madness uh not just on Victoria but also on slattice while we were at it okay i don't care about kinyel they can kill her but <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right yes um you you do find that uh in the durgar encampment there is one merchant who seems to have a collection of some greater restoration potions and uh, you'd be able to procure some in order to heal those that you wish
0: I'll, whatever those cost, I'll pay for one for Slatus, and I'm just going to take some of Victoria's money to pay for hers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Victoria, do you do you allow your money to be taken by Fenner to be paid for potion? Oh yeah, hey, what are you doing to this? This is my buddy. <laughs> oh <Uh-oh. laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. What do, they, what do they run so I know how much gold to take out for my slatus potion?
2: Oh, let's see. A greater restoration.
4: I think it's uh-huh. uh, 30 gold.
2: Oh, yeah. It's in the um, AL guide, isn't it?
4: Spellcasting casting services.
2: Gosh, is that it? That is cheap.
0: Yeah. yeah. Particularly as much gold as we've gotten over the last two sessions. That's a bargain. Never mind, Victoria. I'll pay for yours, too. I'll
4: pay for it.
2: yeah oh uh let's see 450
4: gold uh 450 450.
2: yeah the lesser restoration is only 40 but greater for indefinite madness is 450 Uh,
0: no i'll i'll still do it
4: that's all Mm -hmm. right i've I've got plenty gold especially after this
0: well at least i'll i'll take i'll i'll take out 450 for slattice's
2: okay all right so you uh curious lattice of his strange appetite for humanoid flesh. And, uh, he seems to be really ashamed of his creepiness. Um,
0: because he is not getting an equal share of the 7,690
2: gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Victoria, how do you, how do you feel after you suddenly no longer have cravings, uh, that you once had,
4: uh, she'll just kind of like swirl I think you said it was wine in the pavilion. right so she'll just swirl it around empty whatever it was and then just throw it over her shoulder all right mm-hmm. it was a quick phase but she's over her <laughs> <own hard phase.
2: laughs> all right um, so Peebles starts leading all of you out of the encampment <clears throat> um, let's see here so is uh let's see. As you're headed out um, you find that you are getting dangerously close to a nest of purple worms and so people says we definitely don't want to go that way huge nest Um, we should go around through this tunnel much safer I would not recommend going that way Um, you keep heading in the direction of Graven Hollow and you start to get this feeling that you're being watched. You, you don't see anyone there, but, but you can't help but feel like something's following you or keeping an eye on you. Um, you eventually land into the opening of this huge cave and you all enter. When you arrive, Peebles rushes forward. Master, master, we've made it, we're here. I got you an eye stalk that you were looking for. And uh, you see there's this huge gap um, and that's basically what that black rectangle is representing um, up in the top of the cave. Uh, a 20 foot gap Uh, wide and a hundred feet deep. And rising out of the gap, you see a new beholder. This one does not look injured, doesn't look like it's, uh, it's harmed. Ah, Peebles, you've done a great job. Thank you for coming back. I've been waiting for guests for quite some time. And he eyes the party up and down. And
0: next week, we will roll initiative at this point.
3: <laughs>
0: All right. I have never fought a beholder before. This will be a first.
1: Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Well done, everyone. You almost completed the chapter, but one, one small step left.
0: Mm-hmm. I really thought that the whole thing was going to be that the drow and the and the Centaurum were were setting up the Duergar and the uh, Smurf Nephilim to, to wipe each other out, so that yeah, they could that have control.
2: Have been, that would have been a really cool idea. I thought that was great that you brought that up, but no, it wasn't wasn't as clever. Um, basically, because it's hard to get the subtext, the the Gargoyle had uh, stolen the gem from Flink. Um, the gem made it fall in love with this Drow character. Um, It gave the gem to the drow, and then she, in her madness, uh, was compelled uh, and believed that she was given a secret task to kill Lor'Thune the Beholder. So it was uh, all just this side story of the gem that was running alongside the drama that was happening as well uh, with the different factions. Um, Yeah. That's basically what happened.
0: And then Peebles rattled himself.
2: And then people screwed you all at her. Yes, the one you originally helped in the beginning.
3: <laughs> and then Roger just cast spells on random people.
2: Yes, so you killed the gargoyle, which, you know, poor, poor thing. Didn't really do too much.
0: <laughs> provided really good maps in this section that you really don't spend a lot of time doing anything in. Like the whole uh, storage warehouse for the drowl. Seems like they could have had some use for it because it looked great.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was just too much fun to, like, put all the little Quagoth tokens and the giant lizards, so I thought I'd flesh it out anyway. (laughs)
3: Uh, 1010, did you account for the uh, share that we're paying the uh, follower?
0: I did the I did the math on the gold. Slatis doesn't get a doesn't get a share of, of this gold. Um, he, the Centarum. You up. I'm uh, sorry. do Yeah,
4: because go for it. All right. So
0: so uh, my off, and we got to divide by six yeah. instead of five.
1: Yep. So multiply so... one five three eight by five, and then divide it
3: by six. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Somebody have that math?
2: 1538 <laughs> times 5 divided by 6. 1281.6. Whoops.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just 1281 round
2: it as one. Yeah, you can round it if you want. All
0: right.
2: okay I'll go back and I'll grab the potions and stuff and post it into Discord. Um,. Since there was some travel, if you would like to do a short rest prior to this, we can do that. Um, But let's hold off on the
3: long rest. Unfortunately, short rest doesn't do me any good, so sure.
2: Yeah, nobody's got any hit point loss or anything, so it may not
0: prove useful for most. And I am not a warlock. I I don't get any kind of spells back on a short rest, I don't think. Okay. All right. See what We're
4: with that nope. my laptop beeps over low battery.
0: Nice.
2: <laughs> Shitty laptops. Good DM job. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Lots of coordinate. <laughs> um,
4: All
2: right, well, we'll, we'll see what happens with the beholder. That'll be fun.
1: Thanks. Uh, hey. Do you th- do you want me to have uh chapter 10 ready to go next week? Like will we be f- finished uh early, you know, or do people we just I'm ready to go. If uh, we want to go, uh, uh, I just have one little one, one, one fun encounter uh, for next week. If if we want, Ooh. so
0: or we can. I to add your greater healing to your inventory before ne- before oh, the yeah. switch over. Yes, yes, thank you.
2: Cool. All right, nice
0: guys. Enjoyed it. We'll see
1: all of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: Glad the internet worked out. All right. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: have
2: a good night. See y'all. See you next, y'all next
1: week. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled "Battle" and was created by Symbol Bird. It is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at SoundCloud.com/symbolbird/battle. The music was edited by me. See you all next week.